You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. This is Chris. My question was about using local storage in React. Most of the examples I see wrap local storage in hooks, um, usually a combination of you know use memo, use state, maybe even use effect. But it also seems to me you can just use local storage directly in a React component. My gut says it's a side effect and you should wrap it in hooks, but I never really saw anyone explain why for sure you should use it in a hook versus not. Thanks. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey, Chris, thanks for the question. So um, I am afraid to say that um, it does work. You you can use local storage in a hook It's not uh, or in, in a component. Um, it's not going to be uh, impossible. And unfortunately, the, um, the reasons that you shouldn't um, are... Uh, in some ways difficult to explain and understand and the problems that it causes uh, are difficult to reproduce. Um, so I will do my best to explain why uh, you shouldn't be doing any side effects of any kind inside the body of your function and you should always do it in a use effect. Uh, before I do that, I'll just say that uh, local storage um, as a, a mechanism for, well, I, I used to use local storage for a lot more things than I do now. Um, and I found that it's a lot better to um, to server render your app and use cookies for uh, storing uh, things like the theme and the user session and, and stuff uh, from a security standpoint as well as a user experience standpoint. But that said, local storage still has uh, use cases uh, even in um, modern apps and, and things. So why can't you just say local storage dot get whatever right in, like you could literally just do that in, uh, your component in, in the JSX if you wanted to, and it would totally work. Um, so here are a couple of, uh, or, or here's the, the problem with, um, well, first of all, I'll just say there's a performance problem there because you're doing, even though the API is synchronous, it probably shouldn't be because you are actually doing some um, IO, uh, input output, um, the, in talking to local storage that is saved to uh, um, some some place um, and uh, serialize it or, or uh, um, you're not really serializing it, but I, I'm not exactly sure how the browser has implemented this, but you are reaching outside of um, the JavaScript context into something um, where that is stored. Um, and so it's not the fastest API. Um, and so you could uh, end up with a, a slower render, uh, which is not great. Um, and uh, yeah, so then as far as like why are side effects bad in the function body? Um, so with the, the latest versions of React, um, we have this feature called concurrent mode or, or concurrent features um, where React is able to, well, let's take a step back. So the, the browser, uh, as it is uh, processing your JavaScript, if your JavaScript makes any updates to the DOM, it needs to um, wait until your JavaScript is done uh, to free up the event loop 
because um, JavaScript is single-threaded. So it waits until your JavaScript's done, and then it can go update the DOM. And when it's done doing that, then it can go back and, and process any events that happened uh, during that time. Uh, so the problem is that um, it can't update the DOM and then repaint uh, for the user to see those updates if JavaScript is still running um, because JavaScript is single-threaded. And so um, if your JavaScript is taking a long time to run, then the user is going to see um, what we uh, professionally call jank, um, which is to say that uh, the UI is not um, responding well to the user's interactions. This is um, most uh, noticeable when you're doing a lot of work when the user is scrolling or typing. Uh, those types of interactions where the user expects the application to be instantly responsive. If your JavaScript is tying up the main thread, uh, keeping the main thread busy so that the browser can't update the DOM, then the user is going to have that really bad user experience. So um, React tries is trying to um, combat this by um, checking with the main thread to see if there's anything that needs to go on. Because it doesn't. if, if the browser doesn't need to update the DOM and, and show the user anything, then it's fine. We can keep on doing all the JavaScript stuff in the background all we want. Uh, and so what, what React does is it will do a little bit of work, and then it will check with the browser and say, hey, do you need to um, update the DOM? Oh, you don't? Let me proceed then. And it'll just keep on doing that checking. It's a, lot, a fair bit more complicated than that, but that's, that's the basic idea. Um, and so what's interesting about that is um, as React is doing its work, it's, it's calling your functions to get the JSX, uh, those React elements, and then it checks with the browser and says, are you busy or, or do you need to do work? The, if the browser says yes, then React can uh, do one of a couple things. Uh, first of all, it will uh, yield to the browser to let the browser do work. So it's going to pause uh, evaluating all of your components and things. Um, but uh, but then once the browser has done its work, React can um, either continue for, from where it left off or it can just throw away the work it's done and call your functions again. And so um, this is why doing side effects inside of your functions is um, problematic is because if um, the, the contract that React has with your React components is, I can call this component any number of times and it doesn't make a difference how many times I call it, it's always gonna give me the same result. And if uh, you're doing side effects in your uh, render, or in we, we call it your render uh, that because the historically that was called your render function, but now it's just your function body. Um, but if you're doing side effects in your function body, then uh, React could call it. You could do the side effect, and then React would be like, "Oh, never mind. We're going to throw that work away." And then it's going to call it again. And so, if you're doing something like um, logging to analytics, how many times a component is is rendered for some reason, or you you know whatever it is that you like the the prop change, and so now you're going to uh, fire some um, uh, talk to some third party API to say, "Hey, the prop changed," or whatever. Um, then you could end up uh, performing that. Um, that uh, side effect more than is correct. Um, in the in particular with local storage, this will probably not really be a big problem, but it it definitely could be. I, I could envision it being like um, you check local storage if something exists, and if it does, then you're going to delete it and you're going to show something else. Maybe it's a toggle that every time it re-renders, it's going to swap back and forth. Uh, well, if React 
um, it calls your component, you do that, and then it React says, oh, never mind, the user was doing something uh, I needed to yield to the browser, so I'm going to throw away that work, and then I'm going to call it again. Now you have um, a, a bug in your application that is extremely, extremely hard to reproduce. Um, you have to just it, I, I can't even imagine how you would possibly re reproduce a bug like this uh, because it depends so much on uh, what the browser is doing. Even probably garbage collection has uh, something to say in, in all of this too. So um, the it is unfortunate that this implementation detail has to be understood um, by people um, if they want to understand why they can't do side effects in their function bodies. Uh, but uh, that is the world that we live in with React. Um, and so uh, the yeah, the easy rule is just never, ever, ever do a side effect in your function body. Um, and if you follow that rule, then you will not be bit by this, um, by this problem. So I hope that helps answer your question. Um, and yeah, good luck with everything that you're doing and have a nice day. This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdodds.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdodds.com slash calls.